I will argue for humans only being capable of having relative adjectives, whereas God represents and is capable of expressing ideas uh, in absolute adjectives and nouns. For this we will identify one quality of God to be uh, timeless and an unintemporal capability, one which can span over the entirety of time that is to act. So as a starting point we will identify the following. Whenever someone makes a statement like X is healthy, Y is good, etc., he implies a standard of comparison. As an example, one might consider the fact that stealing something of low significance to someone else, um, then that is probably labeled um, bad, because it is compared to the standard of not doing so at all. When, however, there's a comparison between torture and the scenario stated, and the latter would be labeled as the good one compared to the first action, whereas vice versa, the first action would be labeled bad compared to the action of stealing as described here. And so we see the inherent relativity of adjectives in use by humans. Now, one must also consider the reasonable objection that one might simply define a point above which everything is good and everything below should be considered bad. This is, however, impossible due to the precisely uh, due to precisely this relativity, and so the only option left becomes to define bad as the lack of good. This then could be put into a model in which one first finds and defines a perfect good and then compares to that ultimate. After having come to this point, let me present my main argument. When saying the ultimate good is x, then it would be possible for one to find an action from which we get a good um, of the scale x plus 1, and this continues ad infinitum. One might argue that we could also define the ultimate good as doing the right thing all the time. We, so to speak, would create a percentage-wise description, uh, or relative description, of the good. I, however, would like to argue by plausibility that there exists a possible world in which one does wrong once, but then because of that gets to, for example, live longer so as to, so as to accomplish more good than the one who did good 100% of his time, uh, since the latter could have had 100% of 60 actions and the former 99% of 120 actions. Note that this model, even though many would agree, depends highly uh, on not founding in itself in an ontological ethic, and so here's the uh, point of attack. But this is only necessary uh, for the construction, as we will see. And so in essence, my point will be that humans are incapable of making a deontological ethic. Uh, God, however, is. Let us bring the attention to how God differs in this line of argument. Since God spends over the entirety of time, so uh, in a way is of infinite time, he is capable of doing the x plus 1 good at infinitum, since he is just as much uh, now as he is uh, in infinite time. Note, otherwise the ultimate good, uh, if it exists, may only exist in the timeless and therefore with a slightly adjusted concept of God, again in God's realm. These aspects now imply that, uh, firstly, there can, only, uh, there can be an ultimate code of ethics imposed by God on which one could establish a deontological ethic, and secondly, that one uh, who agrees with the aspects about humans must, uh, by a matter of coherence, reject the first premise of all ontological arguments concerning the existence of God, 
um, the ones that are about imagining the greatest possible being that is, since it is inconceivable for us to do so. Now if you like this video feel free to subscribe to this channel for more similar content.